Fortunately, here at CITR, our programmers choose the music that they play, so our charts reflect what people actually listen to. To find out what's really chopping the charts, pick up a copy of Discorder magazine, or check us out online at citr.ca. Unless, of course, you'd rather keep listening to the chart-topping single, Everybody Dance. What, you don't like to dance? Everybody dance. Everybody dance. Everybody dance, dance. What, you don't like to dance? <laughs> Everybody.
Hey, and welcome to the Real World on CITR 101.9 FM with Dama and Dora. And you just heard New Shoes by Puzzlehead off a new album, Trucks. We are broadcasting live off of the unceded territory of the Musqueam and Coast Salish peoples here on Vancouver UBC campus. Um, Real World is the UBC Film Society's radio show where we try to connect with other campus clubs and organizations through film. Yeah, it's great. Truly. It's, it's a lot of fun. Lots of film. Film, Lots of connections. Film-related fun. Yeah. <laughs> I love alliteration. <laughs> film-related fun. Um, FF. And today... We are talking about John, John Waters. Waters. Let's explain why we're talking about John Waters. Go so, for it. as you may have heard last week, if you follow our show, which, like, why would you do that? But, you know what? If you follow our show, you are aware that tomorrow, no, today, tonight, at 7 p.m., is our Crybaby Beer Garden. Ooh, sound effects is what we're doing today. So, Crybaby is kind of freaky. Let's be real. All yeah. of John Waters is kind of freaky. Uh, but since it's October, Halloween month, we decided to do a crybaby beer garden. You're welcome. Yeah. Johnny Depp's big first hit. I don't know if it's his biggest first well, hit. Well, no. He was on 21 Jump Street, like, the TV Oh, my show, God. But it was okay, his first, Okay, not like, important. <laughs> not important. It was his first foray into being, like, alt, you know? Like, yeah. before he was, like, a uh, like nano 210 bro. But now he's a John Waters bro, so this this wonderful wonderful movie with with music. I like that it has lots of music in it because uh, Dora and I love musicals. That's like a thing that you may have understood from the fact that we keep bringing High School Musical up just like consistently. Um, so we decided to do Cry Baby. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Doors at seven. Movie starts at eight. At room. 2301 in the nest so that's right in front of the performance theater if you know where that is you should come it's gonna be fun i'm gonna be there dora's gonna be there it's it's gonna be great it's gonna be good there's gonna be beer there's gonna be cider there's gonna be non-alcoholic beverages and it's free like the entrance is free for film sock members film sock membership is only five dollars this year so if you would like to come out and support your local ubc film society and also have fun with john waters and movies and oh we're so excited for the halftime activity dora can you please explain it it's gonna be so much fun yes thank you yeah um i thought that this was genre's idea it was my idea um but so it's gonna be we got a bunch of like dollar store makeup and we're gonna be like okay one two three you have five minutes to john waters your face oh yes so like i don't know what movies you watched oh, but boy. in s- uh, several of the ones that i did um the makeup is outrageous ludicrous terrifying um so that's the activity. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're probably going to have a prize for the winner. So, like, come in. John Waters your face. And we'll have a cool prize for you. It's probably going to be beer. Let's be real. But or, like, you get to keep the makeup. Or you get to keep the makeup. That's, that's a good like, one. That's a good one because then you don't have to get extra Halloween makeup. Ever. Again. Ever. A <laughs> lifetime supply of Halloween makeup by the Film Society. You're no, we cannot commit to a lifetime. We're broke. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the next week... Definitely, can, like, totally definitely deliver. this month you will have the makeup you need, specifically to be a John Waters character. So that's like fun. But yeah, that's what we're doing. That's why we're doing, not Crybaby, that's why we're doing John Waters this week. Come out to the beer garden because it's going to be fantastic. And let's get into it. Let's. Yeah. So should we talk a little bit about like John Waters in general first or just go straight to our movies? Yeah. So I can take that yeah. because I watched, so I just went to Netflix and, like, searched John Waters. Oh, my God. There's Netflix? Sorry, I didn't even think of going to Netflix <laughs> first. I was just like, watch online. <laughs> this is the this is what we're doing. time of the youth. Oh, yeah. Um, but he has this, like, stand-up special, kind of. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, exactly. Um where he really just chronicles his whole career. Oh, my starting God. Starting from when he was, like, 16, just, like, filming his friends. Okay. Wasn't he, like, a shoplifter or something? Oh, some he talks about that. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Okay, so I love that a shoplifter is a, like, crime, oh. criminal offense. Terrible. That, like, a person can, like, 
that can be like their identity like he was a murderer you're a shoplifter in sync oh yeah um but it was really good i can't remember what it was called just go to netflix and search it but um it was really weird because it was he kept trying to be really funny oh john waters well yeah like i think he is like funnier than most people and i think he's like a weird dude which is cool but also like he's not that funny yeah um and then the other weird thing about it was sometimes it would like pan to the audience and it was just a sea of white children it was <laughs> insane what is happening every single one was like a warm flushed kind of sweaty white person okay i thought like child like 12 year olds oh, no, no, like, no, no, what no. it was it looked like university students okay. it seemed like he like had gone because he's from baltimore and i think he like really cares about that okay um or he says he did in the I know he does because he said it in the thing. Um, we are to take his word at face value. <laughs> but it looks like he just went to a university in Baltimore and talked about his career, which is sweet. Um, that's like a really cool idea and a really like interesting way to give back and like share. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, I thought, starkly just like kind of queer white kids (laughs) um but they ate it up they loved it there were a few moments where he would tell a joke and i was like oh that was supposed to be funny and no one would laugh and i would be like no john John, it's okay he moved on he like he did it good nice um but it was really interesting when when was this like release do you know if it was like a long time ago or fairly recent it was pretty recent it was before it was definitely before um obama was out of office okay um which i guess isn't really that long ago. yeah that's not that long ago at all no yeah i just wanted to see like oh is this is this at the at the oh what's the the word the the crest of his career oh the height the peak the height the peak those no synonyms. no no um it was right before there were a few it was kind of dated he would mention things in the film industry um and i would be like that happened so long ago <laughs> or like something yeah, has what? like irreparably changed that okay um i can't think of any right now that's fair um but it was really really cool so he started off and like we're in film sock like, yeah we are we care about film mm-hmm. um and it was so cool to hear someone talk about, like, how their career really perfectly paralleled, I think, like, the demise of film. Oh, boy. So, like, he, <laughs> oh, yeah. let's get That's into my that. So, film used to be actually pretty accessible. Um and, like, yeah, the, anyone can, like, go and film anything and make a movie and, like, put it on YouTube or something. Like, that like that mentality of just, like, taking a camera and going and shooting is, mm-hmm. like, still really prevalent. But then it goes on YouTube. And, or it, like, goes and, like, maybe you get discovered. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas in, like, the 60s... Oh, yeah, he just, like, decided to start a production company. Yeah. Um, he just started filming, started producing... And then um, there was a much more vibrant or a much, yeah, much more accessible um, network of getting your films shown in theaters, mm-hmm. which I still think is, like, a pretty big difference. Like, people oh, yeah. might watch your video on YouTube, but, like, people would, like, go to see your movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and something that I think is really sad is, like, whenever I walk around literally any city, like, you can really see what places that used to be movie theaters oh, and yeah. aren't anymore oh my god um and those like the the ones that you can like really notice are the big ones the ones that you don't even notice were the small ones where these movies would be played mm-hmm. um and those are the ones that die out first they were usually like pretty dirty cd spaces um john waters also makes 
bizarre, weird, like dirty, seedy movies. Yeah, borderline <laughs> porn. Oh yeah, like that line is very fuzzy. Oh yeah. Um, and he would play them at like midnight movies. People would maybe pay like two bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and like see a young new artist creating film. Mm-hmm. Which is absolutely fantastic to me and, like, in my, like, weird, not-really-there nostalgic, like, attitude towards it. I'm, like, Mm -hmm. the height of film. (laughs) Like, this was... I should have been born in this time. (laughs) I should have been making film in this time. Oh, there we go. Um, But... Whatever, now it's super not the case. But it was... It's cool to, like, he got his start. He, like, really... He didn't, like, work the system. But um, I think he's really talented, and I think that like what he um, what he created was really unique. And we were talking to the guys who had the show before us, and he was like, he made freaks, mm-hmm. like he like created them. Yeah. Um, and like his movies were so 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 weird, and people, so weird. And but people, he created a fan base. Mm-hmm. Um, and like with that, he was. Like his, I think his career really perfectly. It's like this is how that system is supposed to work. You like start making small weird things, and then you get famous because you're talented, mm-hmm. and then you make bigger budget movies. And yeah. I think either I think Crybaby was his first bigger yeah. budget. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's one of the first that was like wow. It, yeah, it was either that or um, Hairspray. Yeah, Hairspray. Okay, I was I didn't actually watch Hairspray, but I watched like the new hairspray like a few yeah. years back and it's like weird to me that the original like success of the movie like it wasn't actually very successful but then it inspired a musical and yeah. it has all of this other new stuff that came along like i don't know the new hairspray was like a big deal in my household for like a few years yeah, of my same. life so i don't know it's funny that was one of them John Waters thing came out before that hairspray came out. Yeah. No, the the special that I watched. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Cool. Yeah. Interesting. It was like just before like John Travolta had like just accepted the role. Oh my god. I know. That is exciting. Um Yeah, it was it was really cool listening to him talk about hairspray because another thing that I noticed about John Waters is that like he um like literally was like yeah just give me a check like he was like really unabashedly like i want to make money off of this yeah like like i'm happy hairspray has been like so successful i'm also happy it's made me so rich yeah and it was i think that's a sweet attitude to have yeah i think that's like what a lot of film directors are thinking but never like say out loud yeah and it's like it's beautiful to like live for your art and not actually care about the money but a lot of people like yeah you can do both like there's nothing wrong with caring about making money in your art like and especially because john waters work is so freaky mm-hmm. and so out there it's like that much more impressive that he was able to do this and like yeah. have this experience. Yeah, you know? particularly hairspray. Like I was just going through like some stuff about uh, John Waters, and it's like very bizarre that he made a PG movie at all. Yeah, like hairspray is just like strange because it's so PG. And after having watched some of the stuff that I did, I'm like, oh yeah, it's really weird that hairspray doesn't have like explicit sex in it. Yeah, what? Um. So, yeah, it's, like, he just did it. He did it to, like, make money out of it. But then he also was still able to have that, like, weirdness that he just puts in all of his films. He was like, I mean, I'm going to make this, like, popular. I'm going to make it so that I can make money out of it. But it's still going to be, like, a weird thing. It's still going to be pretty strange. And, yeah, it's funny to me that it then went on to become, like, such a phenomenon. Um, To the point where, like... Even though the original movie isn't very famous, like, I didn't know that there was an original movie. I was like, oh, yeah, John Travolta, that's the movie. Funny. I thought it was like, oh, it's based on this musical, but it's the John Travolta movie. Like, Mm. that's what the first movie is. Um, Not the Zephron movie? Gamma. Crazy. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. But, yeah, I don't know. It's funny. It's weird that he made such a cultural phenomenon out of a movie that, like, wasn't 
very popular at all yeah. in the first place. So, yeah. Um, I also think that the adaptation of Hairspray is interesting because it's kind of like a like a basic version yeah. of John Waters movie. I'm so sure. I've seen both of them. And John Waters movie has Divine playing Mrs. Turnblad. And like that's like she is brusque and like aggressive in that role. Yeah. Um and like kind of freaky. Yeah. And then as as she is in all of his movies. Yeah. But then John Travolta plays this like large lovable ball of like cuddles and fun like yeah. it's just like a really palatable version yeah. um with like maybe cool. that's why it was more popular than the original yeah. like john waters is freaky he makes freaky movies so if you want to make it like accessible to the public you like tone it down a little bit by making by putting john travolta in there <laughs> you know that's fine classic move in the industry just oh put yes john travolta in. oh i love it we should do a john travolta episode i feel like this is something that's lacking Same in time. our radiology um that's call in if you want us to do call in and we'll try to answer your phone call <laughs> if you want us to do john travolta yeah it'll be great um, um <laughs> but i'm really glad that i watched this special because it I watched it before I watched, so I watched this in Pink Flamingos. Okay. Um, and it just, like, hearing him talk about the beginning of his career mm. and, like, talk about specifically the production of that movie because it was a really big, yeah. like, milestone for him. Um, and then also, like, the rest of it from that point. Like, I really do think of Pink Flamingos as, like, a serious, like, point like mm-hmm. nexus where it all kind of came together and then he moved on from it um or like was able to grow from it mm-hmm. um i'm really glad that i had that background before watching it mm-hmm. um and i would recommend this special um if you have netflix and you want to learn more about john waters because it is just him talking about being a producer and being a director yeah. in the film industry yeah i feel like i should have watched the special because i just went straight into um female trouble mm-hmm. and i was so <laughs> i was not ready for that no. <laughs> i was not like i did some background research myself like i was just like best john waters movies and then female, female trouble was number one it's his favorite one yeah okay so that's what i read so i was like yeah let's let's go for that one i also like heard it compared to pink flamingo Flamingo? Flamingos? Yeah, flamingos. Yeah, a lot. So I was like, oh, yeah, let's do that. And I was just like, whoa, what am I getting myself into? <laughs> just very confused for a lot of that movie. Um, so I feel like if I had had some background, that probably yeah. would have been better. I feel like this is probably a good time for me to mention that my first exposure to John Waters was in The Lonely Islands. Do the <gasps> me creep. Too. Okay, thank you. I'm so glad. Can we please play this after? Yes. Okay, cool. Because... I'm just so confused. I was, like, thinking about it. I'm like, I Googled John Waters, and then I see this man's face. And I'm like, no, I've seen him before. I know this, dude. Like, I've definitely seen him before. And, like, five seconds later, I'm like, do the creep. Yeah. That's, like, that's what this is. I watched that video again. It's a weird video. Oh, it's such a weird video. Okay, let's talk about do the creep for a second. After the break. Okay, let's listen to do the creep. And then we'll talk about it. We'll listen to the creep later. <laughs> <laughs> this is Queen of Cups by Fuzzy P. They just put out a new album. Um, Johnny the Yeah, dude. I'm like, what? I know this. He, Did you say Johnny? Joey. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. What the hell? And it's Joey LeBron. What am I Why, saying? What, we're so sorry, Joey. I know. I love you so much, and I miss you. <laughs> <laughs> Joey was an old film like event exec. And this is his <laughs> musical project. So listen to that and We're enjoy. excited. On Real World on CHR 101.9 FM. Yeah. The way you hesitate Makes me think of other men And all my petty jealousy Just looks I stand like the tides that slowly pull the ocean to the moon. I would live. 
Have you heard of the Squirter? Yes. That salty magazine from CITR 101.9 FM? Yes. Pick up your copy of this month's issue at Red Cat Records, Budgie's Burritos, the VPL, or at any of our other 132 distribution locations. This issue features Aura Kogan, Holy Hum, Van City Queens, Good Night Out, and Sawdust Collector, plus reviews of local artists, shows, and other creative endeavors. All in one Salty F publication. Yes! Yes, yes, yes. The New Orchestra Workshop Society is having their 40th anniversary celebration. Come to the Roundhouse Community Center November 15th through 18th for a four-day interactive archive performance of new and old works from one of Canada's most significant improv and jazz music collectives. Tickets are on sale now at www.nowsociety.org. Welcome back to the real world on CITR 101.9 with Dora and Dama. And we just listened to Hell by Maneater. Yeah, and before that it was something by Fuzzy P. It's Queen of Cups. <laughs> yeah, we love Joey, <laughs> not Johnny. So shout out to my boy. <laughs> anyway, uh, we were we we're talking about, about John Waters. The, the real world talks about film. Because we're the Film Society. And, and we're talking about him because we're having a beer garden tonight in the nest. Room 2301. Starting Doors at 7. Moving to 8. Oh, yes. Going to be a great time. What are we watching? Cry, baby. That's what we're watching. <laughs> Freaky movie. Big budget, though. So, better. <laughs> <laughs> that budget is huge. Oh, she's, she's thick. <laughs> 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 Why do I talk? I don't uh, words because of you say stuff like that. It's <laughs> awesome. Oh yeah. So yeah, it's a freaky movie. So we're like, let's show it for our Halloween beer garden, and we did. So we're talking about John Waters. Is what we're doing today. Uh, Dora just told us about this like weird Netflix special that he has. I don't want to give the impression it wasn't. It was like very tame, John. Oh Waters. okay. Like it was just old 
John Waters <laughs> walking around a stage talking about his career. It's it was, fair. It felt like a kind of like a John Waters TED talk. Oh, it was that's an funny. hour and a half long with John Waters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was like exciting. Um, and yeah, we just talked a little bit about him as a filmmaker. We concluded that he's a freak, <laughs> which is like fine. And. Yeah, so now I'm going to talk about the movie that I watched that I was woefully unprepared for, Female Trouble, which is, it's a movie. It's definitely a movie. For sure. And it's a film? uh, Yeah, it it is a high-end film, if I can say so myself. And it's actually John Waters' favorite film that he's made, which I think is significant, which (laughs) I'm I'm glad because it's the one that I watched. I literally, to pick my shows or my movies for this show, I just kind of go like, best this director movies of all time. And then I'm just like, which description sounds cool? And normally the number one is like, yeah, this sounds like the best. So I'll just watch the best. I just Google felt like director filmography or like actor filmography. And then... um, choose by which covers i like the best oh which is fair i yeah i have weird algorithms for picking like myself manually doing algorithms um not an actual automated one but female trouble is about uh, a young lady don davenport played by divine which as you may have noticed, like, Divine comes up all yeah. the time. Uh, Divine is a drag queen that, it, like, John Waters just works with consistently. They grew up in Baltimore together. Yeah. And I think they had, like, really similar visions and attitudes. Yeah, so she's just in, like, so many of his movies, and it's really cool. She's also in Pink Flamingos, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. Um, but, yeah, Don Davenport is... A bad girl in school. She's just always talking in class, is not into education at all. And when her parents don't give her the, like, pumps that she wants for Christmas, she just freaks out and runs away. She's like, no, you're the worst. You hate me. Everything is terrible. I'm dropping out of school and I'm running away. And in this happens, like, on Christmas morning. In the running away situation, she meets this man who, like, hitchhikes with her and she like has sex with him and it's like okay cool but then we like skip to a few months later and she's pregnant which is like sad because she calls the guy and is like i have have your child and he's like i don't know who you are (laughs) it's like oh no it's like no you made love to me and he's like oh yeah i'm not giving you any money though she's like i want money so it's just like a sad situation because she like has to resort to a life of crime which is like what happens also classic john waters oh yeah yeah john waters loves drag queens shooting people oh yeah it's great this is basically this movie is all about this particular drag queen just like hurting people and committing crime so like there's just like an intense scene of divine uh, not divine well yeah divine but dawn like giving birth in her own home she's just like she calls this guy and is like i'm pregnant i want money and he's like no and then she starts crying goes back to her home and starts grunting and just gives birth it's just like ow ow and a baby comes out and she like bites the umbilical cord off i'm just like john waters what are you so what a freak yeah it was like pretty graphic definitely definitely a woman giving birth it was it was intense um but in order to support this child she first kind of like goes into prostitution uh for a few years and it's like cool she like makes friends there uh after a while she's like i don't want this anymore i'm gonna start robbing people so dawn along with her two like high school friends who also were bad and didn't like education just start like robbing houses and like mugging people all while looking extremely fabulous i think it's like really important that they look fabulous the entire time and the big thing that happens is that she decides that she really needs a makeover because her daughter is being so whiny by like wanting food (laughs) like just dawn is a terrible mother does not feed her child um so she goes into this hairdressing place where they're very selective with who they allow to get in there. Um, and they just look at her and they're like, oh, no, you're fabulous. And w- like, what do you do for a living? She's like, oh, I rob people. They're like, oh, yeah, 
just fabulous. Yeah. You're in. And that's where she meets her husband, like alligator, gator. I'm going to say gator is his name. I was going to say crocodile. And I'm like, no, that's not it. His name is gator. Uh, She marries this guy and because he works at the hairdresser and it's weird and they have like a weird relationship but basically the owners of the salon are obsessed with dawn because she's just fabulous and also a criminal and after a while they ask her to become a model for them but in a very like particular project and the project is just like we want to take pictures of you committing crimes and that's like the rest of the movie it's just dawn's life as a crime model and uh, i don't know it's just this like really weird situation with this couple they're just always talking about like oh yeah this is like a special thing we care about your beauty but we're not sexualizing you because we think sex is disgusting and they're just always pointing out like don't say that word in front of us we hate sex but we love seeing you like dressed in skimpy outfits killing people and like cutting people up that's like a fun time for us so obviously like it's crime that is happening so things go south but i'm not going to say much else mm. um what a bizarre film yeah <laughs> can i say pink flamingos also bizarre the whole thing is about how Don or divine is like the filthiest person alive oh great and like defiles things at Uh, the end of that movie she eats a pile of like dog droppings what and like actually like in even the special job waters like yes she actually did that That oh my god no what is this i know a lot of like cutting people up a lot of like killing people yeah yeah at some point in uh female trouble like one of the people that she's defiling um just like disfigures her face so Uh, There's this really bizarre hospital scene where Dawn is in a hospital bed and they're like, oh, she's hideous. Like the doctor is saying she's hideous. She needs plastic surgery. Like her face has been completely disfigured. But the people that she's working for, they're like, no, we're going to see you kill people and it's going to be beautiful. Are like, no, this is her real beauty. Like we're going to make her beautiful with makeup and then she's going to be really beautiful. So she has this like these intense scars on her face and they just like put makeup over it. And it's just this, like, weird thing because the makeup is really intricate and whatever. It's, like, Mm -hmm. nice. But it's on top of, like, this super fake skin that was made by by the crew. So it's just, like, ah, it looks like skin is coming off of her all the time. And in this hospital bed, just you have the two people that are taking pictures of her and the entire, like, crew of of the hair salon that are, like, her family now. And they're just saying, like, oh, my God, she's beautiful. Like, I cannot believe how fabulous she is because she is disfigured they're mm-hmm. just like completely saying like she's beautiful because her face was all cut up i'm like what that's awesome yeah 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 it's so so interesting and i also love like what that means for like drag culture and that it's like it doesn't matter what you look yeah. like put makeup on it and you'll be absolutely gorgeous yeah 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 um that like it later becomes stranger and a little bit like sad that that's how that scene went just because of like how the movie ends it's like really weird but definitely like interesting yeah i had no idea what john waters did before before coming into this which was like a big problem i think that's funny yeah yeah like this can i say second time i know it's that all you the just time. like have gone in and didn't know okay it's not the second time it's like the 50th time yeah, i consistently right. go in not knowing what i'm going into it's like and that's bravery oh yeah that's that's what i do now i had like some kind of idea i just didn't know how freaking graphic it would be like Mm -hmm. consistently there's just like the all of the sex scenes are just like right there all of the like defiling of faces is like yes there is blood and we are showing you how it's happening right here like we're doing it live i'm like ah that's intense that's a lot yeah it's it's pretty intense but it's like a really interesting movie like i'm a little conflicted about some of the some of the stuff towards the end because there's just like weird plays on mental health and stuff but there was uh, I thought it was really interesting that the aunt of Gator, the one that Dawn marries, um, 
just like keeps talking about like heterosexuality in a really interesting way she's just always like oh yeah if you're smart you're gay and otherwise like only dumb people are heterosexuals (laughs) and she's just like the entire time keeps trying to set gator up with like a dude and it's like he's married to a woman and he keeps saying like i don't like men i only like women Mm -hmm. and she's like oh no i'm gonna set you up with a nice boy you're definitely gay because you're smart really really funny john Um, waters is super gay yeah yeah so (laughs) it's like I thought it was really interesting commentary on heterosexuality the entire time. Like, they just kept making fun of any heterosexual relationship. And every time that there was a hetero relationship, it was pretty, like, clear that it wasn't working and it was completely dysfunctional. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was, like, interesting social commentary. I was into it. So, yeah, that was Female Trouble. Interesting. Very, very weird because I wasn't ready for all of the <laughs> all all of the graphics that were involved, but so interesting. <laughs> yeah, and like kind of like I actually so I first about heard about John Waters from The Creep, which we're gonna play in a little bit. Woo! Um, but I've been watching a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, and there was an episode um, in season seven. Okay. Um, the one with Violet Chachki and Miss Fame, for anyone who cares. But, um, there was a John Waters episode. No! And it was, like, I don't think he was on it, but it was, like, recreating scenes from John Waters' movies. Um, and every, like, every single queen in that show, RuPaul, including... And then also all of the other, like, participants in the show were, like, John Waters was revolutionary. Yeah. Like, he did so much for, um, like, getting drag out there. Oh, yeah, for sure. the drag world. Yeah, he put Divine in, like, all of his major productions. And it was such an interesting, like, reverence towards this person who is, like, a, like, I think of as, like, a cinema like I like from my perspective like he's mm-hmm. a film revolutionary because he puts up in movies that people would never put in movies mm-hmm. anymore or like had never put in movies really um but it was awesome to see like also the impact he had on just like queer culture mm-hmm. um which is sweet yeah yeah I was really into it I was very into it uh what about what about Pink Flamingos how was that mm. Uh, so Pink Flamingos um, is actually part of, so there's a trash trilogy, and it goes um, Pink Flamingos, um, Female Trouble, and um, Desperate Living, and they all star Divine. Um, yeah, yeah, they, they all, all star, star Divine. Divine. Um, and they're, I haven't seen Desperate Living, but it's all, the at least the first two are about just Divine being a bad person yeah yeah that i read about that it's like yep just this this woman just being yeah it just like glorifies like extreme crime in a way that is really it feels really satiristic because it's like really ugly oh yeah like his movies are ugly like aesthetic terrible terrible acting like from everyone involved terrible props like it's all just like super ugly but um still like we're so we're the most glamorous at Mm. the same time which i also think going back to worker culture like there was a lot of in like the 60s and 80s there was a big like ball scene at least in new york Mm -hmm. um and it was like a lot of really really poor people Mm -hmm. who were gay and queer and trans and like needed an outlet participated in balls and like drags and like that community but also Mm -hmm. um they were like i just need to like go to this space for a night and Mm -hmm. like dress up and pretend that like this isn't reality and like but in the real reality was really ugly um but pink flamingos is about so divine is like the filthiest person alive and there are these two there's this couple in um i think they live in baltimore um that like wants to like they're like no actually we're the filthiest people alive and like (laughs) how dare you um 
and they like send so it's divine's birthday um coming up so she's having a party and they like go and try to crash it but then are like like it, it's like a f- the idea of filth i think it was interesting because it didn't mean bad person mm-hmm. like divine killed people kills a bunch of people in this movie and yeah. like does do some like like cannibalism oh, stuff right. and Love like it. weird sex things as well Always. Or, or just like almost blasphemous yeah um but like the other people like it's a funny line between like oh divine's filthy these people are evil and like these people are like hurtful mm-hmm. um and like divine has this like really interesting like support system in like her mother and her son and like her son's girlfriend and they're like a family who all live together mm-hmm. but then um this other couple just has each other and they like aren't even that kind to each other and then are like abusive towards other people okay um and that is punished um but then also like divine does heinous things as well um it was just like a funny it was really interesting yeah um and yeah, this is essentially about... It's just about her being filthy? It's about her being filthy and defending her title as the filthiest okay. person. Okay, that's alive. Um, yeah, it's it's, a, it's actually like a pretty triumphant narrative, which I think is pretty funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, that sounds like a, kind of a recurring theme in the trash trilogy, at yeah. least. I think it's like interesting that we both watched movies from there because a lot of what you're saying is like, yeah, I see that. I see that in Female Troubles, too. It's just like a lot of, I don't know, at the end, everyone just like agrees that like Divine's character, no, like she's ugly, we don't like her, she's crazy and she's ugly and we don't like her. Whoa. But throughout, that is everything that's being glorified. And then just like in the last five minutes there's like a trial and they're like no like we had we never thought she was pretty we uh, she's she's ugly and like divine is just like no like you're lying and goes into this like weird delirious state where like she because of all her crimes like she gets the death penalty Mm -hmm. and she's about to go into the electric chair and is like oh no this is the most fabulous moment of my life like i want to thank all my fans like this is the biggest honor that i could get in my career like i'm famous because i'm so like criminalistic and like the way that i am and I, everyone's just jealous because i'm the most beautiful person in the world mm-hmm. and it's just like that with like all of the security people like laughing at her and being like hey you're so ugly and i'm like that's tragic like what is this it just made me so sad um so yeah it's like it was weird because it was all glorified like throughout Mm -hmm. and then suddenly it's like society and everyone that was like her support network i guess just like turning against her and being like no you're evil you're like you're bad and we don't like you but she like stuck through with it she was like no no I'm beautiful and you're just jealous of me. Good for her. Yeah, so it was, like, definitely interesting. Definitely, like, interesting to see how it compares to Pink Flamingos, yeah. where it's, like, glorified throughout. Um, and not punished, because here she's very much punished. <laughs> <laughs> With death. So, yeah. 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 Um, we have to go pretty soon, but do you want to talk about The Creep? I want to talk about The Creep. Um, it's I really like The Lonely Island. They're just this like satire musical group that started on Saturday Night Live. And it's just like these three dudes that make funny music. And The Creep is just literally about... like They're all dressed up like John Waters and also Nicki Minaj is in it. And they're just like, oh, we're we're creeping on people so there's like a little dance where they put their like hands up like t-rex hands and start like moving so them up and down your t-rex claws get, is something like that get isn't your it? knees flexing and your arms t-rex there we go exactly <laughs> get your t- <laughs> i don't know yeah so pure it's really good and i really like lonely island and this is actually one of the first lonely island songs i heard so it's like a special place in my heart this is how i know john waters so 
it's just really weird because all he does is just like appear at the start of it and just be like yeah this is the creep and then at the end he has like a little little cameo yeah with like a like evil laugh or something i don't know he's like strange and but just throughout it's just like oh yeah this is all john waters this is all just like really creepy stuff happening the only thing that i like i watched the video again i haven't watched it it's a little like listening to it again it's like oh (laughs) like i have seen this video so many times and i've know all the words to this song but also like oh like don't watch women in their rooms oh yeah yeah all of that is really messed up we're like not here but i think the fact that they're saying that it's like creepy is like yeah this is this is bad like we're being really weird but also like kind of the same like just glorifying horrible behavior classic john yeah it just like sticks to everything that he's Um, about i loved this song because it was one of my first like serious intros to Nicki minaj Mm. and i love Nicki minaj i think she's amazing um so i was really grateful for that oh yes so (laughs) let's listen to the creep and we're gonna listen to it in a little bit um (laughs) um but i guess like first i just want to be like come to the beer garden yeah um and it's happening at stars at seven the movie starts at eight in room 2301 in the nest it's crybaby um we also have a bunch of other events coming up every month we do um trivia at the gallery 2.0 um which is just upstairs in the nest and if you have a club and, like, want to collab on that and just, like, do trivia questions, um, co- contact us. Um, just email us. Hit up us on Facebook. Um, if you want to come, that's, like, also chill, of course. Um, the next one is November 1st. Um, so it'll be, like, a just post-Halloween um, adventure and trivia. Um So, yeah, thank you so much for tuning in to The Real World on CITR 101.9 FM. Coming up next is Dave Radio with Radio Dave. Um, Classic show on theater and film in Vancouver. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in. This is The Creep. Shout out to Divine. (laughs) Yeah. Hi, I'm John Waters, and this is The Creep. When you're out at a club and you see a fly girl, do the creep, and do the creep. And if you want to make friends at the ATM, do the creep, and do the creep. Well, we got a new dance, so get up on your feet. It's real easy to do, and it's called the creep. Let your hands flop around like a marionette. Pop your knees up and down, let your chick in your neck. Now pull your waistband up. Expecting the flood and slick your head down flat like it was covered in mud. Trim up your pencil mustache and pop them peepers. Pump this in your speakers, you a certified creeper. When you see a country peach laying out at the beach, do the creep and do the creep. And when a fine PYT walks in front of your tree, do the creep and do the creep. Creeping. My parents took it to their room and I started peeping. You can't imagine that surprise when they lifted their heads and saw my little ass creeping at the foot of the bed. Yeah, they knew I was a creep since the day I was born. Keep hopping down my mama like some catacomb. Yeah, the doctor cut my head and he started freaking. Cause I came out clean and I came out creeping. In the boys' locker room, hide deep inside. It was my little creep stalker room. As they disrobed, I was oogling and ogling. Little did they know that for me they were modeling, and I would laugh <laughs> and they would dance. So pop up your peepers and out your sneakers. Your body do the creep and 
you the creep. So get your knees flexing and your arms T-Rexing. Forget to smile. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.